Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20. Ziplining across a vast valley, roasting s'mores beside the lake, whitewater rafting, relaxing beside an ocean view pool. Well, trying to at least. There are lots of great things to dream about doing in South Carolina. So when you're ready to visit, South Carolina is ready to make those dreams a reality. From a classic road trip to a relaxing weekend getaway, South Carolina is open for discovery. Start planning today at discoversouthcarolina.com. say bad things about you. That's fine. Yeah. Bad things um, are said about me all the time. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fine. God, why is everybody's phone going off? Um, We're not that important. Right? <laughs> um, anyway. <sighs> it's kind of been that week so far, right? Mm-hmm. One it's round a- of sighs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's later in the afternoon and we're all tired. It hasn't been a bad week, but man, like, days are so long. Mm-hmm. So well, I was long. in Vegas for the weekend with mm. the morning show. And that was, it was hot, right? It was hella hot. Yeah. We got there, it was 108 degrees. And I'm like, but it's a dry heat. And then I still got slapped. The thing is, the, the dry heat just doesn't matter. Like, ovens are also I mean, a dry heat. Like I mean, it, I think it does matter. If well, you were to like, go from West Palm Beach, Florida at 85 degrees and 80% no, 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 humidity no, to... To Las Vegas, Nevada, 110 degrees with no humidity, yeah. you're going to prefer Nevada. They're both in a miserable. Oh, they're though. terrible. Like, I mean, like people always say, like, it's because I, you know, living in Utah, people, oh, it's a dry heat. It's 104. I'm like, yeah, but it still, like, sucks every ounce of water out of your body. Mm-hmm. It still sunburns you the minute you step outside. Mm-hmm. It makes everything miserable. You know, your house is hot. Your car is hot. Your I mean, butt is hot. Oh, everything is hot. So, like, yeah, it's a dry heat, but it still sucks. Honestly, I enjoyed the 108-degree weather in Spokane for HoopFest. You're dumb and gross. I drank a lot of water <laughs> and a lot of Gatorade because it has electrolytes, and that's what plants crave. Smart, smart water also has electrolytes. Yeah. Do plants crave that, too? He just said they do. Yeah. 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 I I'm don't sure know. It would work. I don't Wait, think... have you never seen Idiocracy? No. Electrolytes are do what that plants tonight. crave. Why? Because you live in that world now. Trust me. Just trust it's me. what plants crave. It's what plants crave. Plants crave electrolytes. You got <laughs> He doesn't get it. You I see, don't get it. See the movie. I don't think that's true. It's it's a hundred percent not true. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> Go like, watch the movie. This but, makes okay. Do it. Like, okay. Literally tonight. It'll make you'll love it. You'll love every. Well, second I have things of it. to do tonight. I know. Stay late. Um, Hi, my name is Adam West. I'm Cliff Johnson. Mm-hmm. Dylan. What? <laughs> Dylan. Dylan. With with gusto. Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Bite Me Podcast, episode... 30, 36. 36. Ah. Three dozens. Oh, it is three dozens. Oh. <laughs> Fun. But they're not baker's dozens. No, not yet. Two 18-packs. <laughs> yeah, that's there's... A, that's ah, a, that's, that's, a that's way better. That's a stretch. That's way better. Yeah, you like things in twos? 
Basically, or things in 18s. Uh, yes, that too. Both. Yeah. At least 18. At least 18, minimum. Uh, what are you talking about this week, Adam? Well, obviously not that, not that. bad joke. Not that. Um, yeah, welcome to the Bite Me Podcast, episode 36. What we are talking about this week. Uh, we'll talk about uh, what we're playing, which I didn't play. Oh, well, you know, that's a lie. I need to change that. <laughs> so I changed more than that. I played more than that. Anyway, a um, couple of uh, other housekeeping notes again. That might. Be, I think we just need to do housekeeping every week. Housekeeping. Like we actually if own a house. Just for You're going to get two of those. You own week. a house? I do own a house. I don't own a house. We have a housekeeper every two weeks. Oh, that's nice. Uh, it's because we're two dudes and we're very, very lazy <laughs> with a giant dog that sheds. And we're still wondering why she still has fur with the amount of fur that comes off of her. Yeah. And a cat. That's basically two cats if you include the amount of fur, fur that comes off yeah, of her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so we got a housekeeper, and it's been the best thing ever. Yeah, right. Because two boys, two boys living together, doesn't we're work. dirty, it's when gross. I, when we're I started dudes. paying someone to mow my lawn, it was like <laughs> the greatest thing in the entire world. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, and I did. I was pay- paying people. We were paying. I was, yeah. We were paying yeah. people. And then uh, they screwed it up. They screwed it up the first time the guy jacked my yard up. So I was like, you're fired. And then... I took care of my own lawn for a while and realized that was dumb. <laughs> and then we hired another uh, group of fellows uh, that had a better business bureau rating of great and all that crap. Nice. And they sucked. Yeah. They charged me for something they didn't do and never got back to me. So yeah. My guy's awesome. Love him. We should talk. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's <laughs> housekeeping. Um, we've got some new stuff. Epic's new uh, game, Fortnite. They're going to be trying something new when it comes to a free-to-play game. We'll talk about that. Uh, the SNES Classic. There were pre-orders up for this? Yeah, kind of. I guess They I came and they went. Literally yeah. in the blink of an eye. That, that's actually the story. <laughs> okay. I had no idea until I saw the notes. Yeah. Um, Xbox One X, are pre-orders coming soon? We hey, don't maybe. know. We will talk about that. Uh, Vinny's got a question for us. Kevin, who is a delight, also has a question for us. Kevin's awesome. This is, so is Vinny. All yeah, our, Vinny's all okay. Our, all our friends are awesome. Vinny's cool when he gives me free stuff. Oh, man, I misspelled Vinny's <laughs> name in our show notes again. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Kevin's fun. Uh, playing Destiny with him was a trip. Like, he's a blast. Nice. He's a lot of fun. Uh, we'll go over your cheap free games this week, Xbox games with gold. And I'm glad we didn't record yesterday because today we found right. out PlayStation Plus uh, stuff for next month. And also, ooh, a Humble Bundle. Mm-hmm. Good one. With That's what a really I'm, good one. Oh, man. That yeah. makes me very excited. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, there's that. Who played first? Well, I'll go first. Perfect. Since I didn't, well, I said I didn't play a lot. That's a lie. Um, so, like I said, I went to Vegas this weekend with one of our radio stations here, their morning show. They do a big thing in Vegas. And I finally got to go. Um, and on the plane, I was like, do I play um, Alto's Adventure, which I could play till the end of time? Right. Or should I pick up my 3DS that I made sure to bring along with me and play a game there? So I did that. And instead of playing Zelda Ocarina of Time, which I have, I played Castlevania Mirror of Fate. That's cool. Is that a new one? New-ish No, it is not uh, new-ish about four years ago. Four or five years, I guess. Um, And it's okay. They stuck with the whole Metroidvania theme, obviously, through the years. In their uh, 2D games. Sure. And it's it, it's exactly what you would think it is out of a Castlevania game since they've stuck with that formula. Um, graphically, it's all right. Story-wise, it's kind of convoluted. Uh, <laughs> the gameplay mechanics are a little janky, but I'm guessing that's just because it's a five-year-old game on yeah, a portable yeah, system. Yeah. But uh, if you're a Castlevania fan, it's worth it. Yeah. Hmm? I, what can you do? I really want to go back and it? play, like, 
some of the like maybe Super Nintendo or Nintendo Castlevanias because I remember those so just loving those games and like literally don't remember anything about it except that you're like a guy hunting vampires and right. you have a cool whip thing. Like well, that's... the first I want to say the first three games on the NES. NES they were kind of like a weird action RPG hybridy kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think I just and that's the thing is I just like you say that and I'm like sure that sounds yeah. but then there was Super possible. Castlevania or Super Castlevania Four yeah when it came out on the SNES and it was just a straight up action platformer and it was that is my is that, that is the one that's my favorite of that era nice of that era and then once things went better like PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, Symphony of the Night nice. is my all-time favorite Castlevania. Yeah, game I just need to—I need to like get back into that lore a little bit because I, I just, you know, there's games you look back of, you know, when you're played as kids, and I, I remember loving it. I remember mm-hmm. absolutely adoring it, and remember nothing past that. I don't I, even know which one I've played. I just realized why I want, why I was drawn to Castlevania: Mirror of Fate because I already owned it. Yeah. Um, but I watched the oh, the, uh, Castlevania, the Castlevania anime yeah, yeah, yeah. on Netflix. Did you, you watch that. it? I've watched the first yeah. episode. I still did. You watch the, the whole three. thing? Yeah. What'd you think? It's four episodes. I it's yeah. hard to really form much of an opinion about it. Yeah, I I liked what I saw. I'm not a big fan of the animation, but that's okay. I'm not a big anime. I'm just not fan a big anime fan. Oh, really? So yeah. that yeah. animation style doesn't really do much yeah. for me. Yeah. Interesting. It's okay. I mean, yeah, it, I find that that, that yeah. the anime style has always been like when I was growing up. I'm like, I don't understand yeah. why does it look this way, and then of course I realized what it is. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. I've seen Naruto, Bleach. Uh, There's a few shows I've liked. Yeah, I like it's fun. I like I like the idea of it. I just it, like the animation to me is kind of ugly. It, yeah. like, a lot of it looks like really low frame rate it, and yeah. weird. Well, mm-hmm. to me, something we talked like... about it when you weren't here when you were too good and you were working. Oh, right. my bad. Yeah. I know, right? I'm sorry. I was okay. paying bills. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> well, no, it, it it was. I, I liked the story though. Yeah. I just you know I need to finish it out. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, we'll get there. I was gonna say I think I don't know. To me, Castlevania was I. Maybe it was just based on the subject matter of it. I I would have preferred a little bit more realism. I guess mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if that's necessary or yet, more but... more like true to the story. You know? Yeah, I don't know. If, and the anime style to me, I enjoy more when it's in a a more fun atmosphere, like yeah. Pokemon or something. Right? Right. It, it it just seems a little would it like brighter. Miyazaki? Maybe. Yeah, maybe something like that. Just but the the really dark tone and the gore and the I mean, it works really well with an anime too, but I'm just not. I guess I, just, I think it, the thing so. is, I don't know what I want it to look like instead. <laughs> I don't you know. Like, I mean, like Pixar would not do that well. Yeah, either, I don't so know what I'm I, expecting it yeah. to look like, but yeah, it's yeah. all right. It was fun. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm I, looking I'll, forward to more. I mean, oh yeah, cool. well they yeah. renewed it for a second season. Yeah. I think they got eight six episodes. or eight episodes, yeah. doubled it. Okay, um, and also I played uh, some Destiny two. Yeah, we I did yeah. two, and you did too. I did not. Oh, I never played the. the you never the played beta. the new one. Oh, no. that's so sad. Well, we'll talk about download it. Download it. Yeah. There's a big download. It's Thirteen gigs. Don't be well, wuss. I also, you guys made me play Destiny, so I had to download that. Now it took forever. So I was like, exactly what I'm going to do is spend that much more time downloading <laughs> another game and trying. Literally to play it. the other day, I like. Me and my kid and my brother wanted to play it, so we just downloaded it. You know, like I just downloaded it again on my Xbox, so we yeah. could play it together. So that's <laughs> yeah, thirteen gigs. That's no big oh, deal. Oh, that's not that big. I thought it would be bigger. No, it's thirteen. Thirteen. Destiny no big two. Deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. I enjoyed the crap out of that game. I loved yeah. it. I finally beat the strike. Um, oh yeah. I, yeah. Me and my brother and my kid actually did it. Like the weird, like the group that you would not think would, and we 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 never wiped on the end guy. 
we we beat it first try. How did you do that? I mean, most of it's probably because my brother's really, 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 really good. Um, but it actually ended up being like so. If you've played this, if you haven't, sorry. Um, yeah, it's, you you're gonna out. play it eventually. Well. Um, you know that you get to the the final boss of the strike, and you know he falls. You you fight him for a little while, and he like drops out the ground underneath you, and you fall, and then he drops out the ground underneath you, and you fall again. And so it's this big, long kind of tiered approach. And then you get to the bottom, and you shoot him up a bunch, and he's pretty easy on the bottom until you like shoot enough that like his arm falls off, like or his head. head. Falls off his, or head. his head falls like off. He something. literally yeah. loses his head and he just starts charging. Kind of like the goblins do. You can shoot him and their bodies oh, keep going. Yeah, yeah. that's And he goes it. hyper aggro. And that's where I died every single time I fought him. Mm-hmm. And we we stayed alive like a little past that. We're doing pretty well. But then like in two seconds, I wiped and my brother wiped. So the only person left alive is my nine-year-old kid. <laughs> and we're like... And he's not close enough to res either. We're like, just, just keep just running, jump just around. around. And my kid literally for 20, 30 seconds, whatever the respawn time is, just like hopped around and <laughs> stayed alive until we could come back. And then we killed him 15 seconds later. So like, wow. like the answer is my brother's real good. But my kid actually was the one that kind of like managed That's to stay awesome. alive and pull us through. So I don't know. There's a lot of people complaining about it that, you know, it's just more of the same. And it's just DLC and blah, 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 whatever. But man, I had such a great time. And I am 100% happy to pay 90 bucks for that in a couple months. I cannot wait. People so, have been playing World of Warcraft for like ten years. Yeah. Like I don't that, that have dropped make, thousands of dollars. That complaint doesn't make sense. Yeah, to me. I mean, to me, like yeah. I guess in a perfect world, maybe Destiny would have been done more in a World of Warcraft style, where you have Destiny, and then you know once a year, whatever, you get a big forty dollar. Yeah, DLC that just comes out and there's no no. If they didn't slap a two on it, and no one would be complaining. Yeah, and I. But I mean, when you look right? at kind of the development of Destiny, like they kind of needed a Destiny two. They needed a. They figured it out, and yeah, now they, they're gonna reboot it. You know, yeah. there's engine upgrades. You know, yeah. there's a bunch of you know new stuff, and it it kind of makes sense that you know Destiny one was rocky. Um, you know, it had kind of a rocky launch. It had like if you there's there's things you can read about like the development of destiny that game got made effectively in like a year and a half that was supposed to be a like four-year game they got way 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 into development they're like here's what we're gonna build and everyone said we hate that and so they literally scratched a ton of it or pulled a bunch of it into rise of iron and wow. that's why the, the story feels kind of weird is because they like cobbled that story together in you know no time and you know normally you have a big design document that kind of shows you what you're gonna do and it uh it, they didn't have that for Destiny. So, I mean, the fact that it kind of came out and worked at all is kind of a miracle. And, and so I think that Destiny 2 is just kind of a, okay, hey, this is, you know, this is done hey now. Guys, we know this is what, what we meant to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess it sucks that, you know, that kind of lands on our shoulders. But yeah. it's so good. And I've, I've enjoyed Destiny 1 so much that I just love the idea that I love. I love getting in and playing with friends. I'm super excited about being able to play raids and strikes with people. So, mm-hmm. you know. I've still never done a raid. Yeah, no, I haven't either. I'm hoping. I'm not looking forward to we, doing a raid. We've got ever. a bunch. I'm super excited about it. We've got a bunch of people. Like I started over my character, uh, so I've got like we started level one, and my brother started level one, and Kevin that we were talking about started. Vinny started level one, and so we're hoping that we can all get to level forty on these new characters. All on Xbox, and yeah, we're all on Xbox, and then uh, and then actually do a raid before Destiny Two comes out. So <laughs> nice. We'll see how it goes. You've got time, ish, ish. Yeah, because it's out two what a month. September 7th, I want to say. All right, so a month and a half. Yeah, a month and a half. So we'll see. All right. We will see. That's fun. So that's what you did. I played that. I played Destiny 2 and a bunch of Destiny 1. <laughs> so, um, but I also played, I started like this morning, I sat down, like, I want to play something different because I haven't played anything different in a long time. So I actually booted up Transistor. Okay. Um, oh, that was one of the ones Steam sale. Yeah, games, I think we right? both bought it actually. Um, and it's made by. Bastion. 
Yeah, it's made by the same people that made Bastion. It's made by the same people that um, actually just put out Pyre. Pyre came out, I want to say, yesterday, day before, um, and uh, which is kind of it's super giant games, um, which is kind of why Transistor is on my mind. Like, I really want to play Pyre, but I don't own it. So um, I thought I'd play Transistor. That game is really, really interesting. I didn't. I, I bought it just kind of like, oh, hey, I love Bastion. I'm sure I'll love Transistor, and mm-hmm. I've only played maybe 20 or 30 minutes of it but it's really cool you start out um the game and and you're this this girl and she like you know there's this guy with this huge sword like cloud huge sword sticking out of him and uh you kind of he's like well you guess you know what to do and she like pulls out the sword and then his like i don't know soul or essence or whatever actually kind of lives inside the sword and that becomes your like attacks and so you'll find other like dead people along the way and you like absorb them into your sword and that's how you get different attacks in the games you can play it real time or turn based and so if it's real time it's really really frantic but then you can like at any time pull the the left trigger and you have all these different types of attacks you can so you can you can move a certain number of spaces and do an attack and then move somewhere else and do attack and then maybe you've got a special move that'll make you move really fast and then you can do another special attack and then you hit pull the right trigger and it executes all those things and then you have to wait for your like timer bar to refill and it's it's Hmm. really 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 unique it's got a just a gorgeous kind of hand-drawn aesthetic um and i I, it feels very like kind of neo like coder hacker kind of thing like i don't i'm not far enough into it to really get what the story is talking about yet but it's really 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 unique and it's probably only like eight hours long six hours long oh, okay. so like I, I think i'll probably play through it and uh and try it's fun it's it's really it's very different than anything i've played so i'm excited about that nice yeah how about you because yeah, I, I bought it and i never yeah, played it and that's the thing i pay like three bucks worth normally like a 20 dollar game and i got it for super cheap mm-hmm. just because i loved bastion and right. thought we'd give this a go so cool. check that out if you've nice. got a pc um, well, I'll, I'll talk about Destiny real quick since we already talked about that a, a little yeah, bit, yeah. but I won't yeah. spend too much time. But um, I was finally convinced to, to give this game another shot, so I got the <laughs> oh, the complete edition. Yeah, so, so I got all the, the DLC Taken or King, whatever, everything so except the Rise. Of, does just, that can include Rise of yep, Iron it has too? Everything. Nice. Um, and how much was that? Forty. Forty bucks. Yeah. There was, was a sale, um, so that's a pretty sale. pretty good deal, I think, for the amount yeah. of content you're getting. Yep. Um, but I'm having a lot of fun um, yeah. with this game. I don't. I can't say how it's really different from when I tried it the first time and didn't really enjoy it. But um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. And I definitely think part of that is having people to play with because yeah, we I have a, a community that's really drawn to getting this game under their belt before um, Destiny one. 2 comes out. So I didn't even need to play the Destiny 2 beta. I, I'll pick it up when it comes out yeah. just based on playing Destiny because I think it's going to be more of a good thing that I haven't already submerged myself mm-hmm. in because I'm just kind of experiencing that for the first time now. Um, I Story-wise, I have no clue what it's about. <laughs> the time I don't think in anybody be- does. The time in between the cutscenes, and I'm like, I don't even remember the last one. <laughs> right. And these cutscenes yeah. are wacky. Why is this person blue-gray? I don't know <laughs> Those are what's aliens. going on. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, but um, yeah, I, they're all anthropomorphic and humanoid, yeah. so... Um, Except the ones that are robots. I mean, they're still humanoid, but, but <laughs> they're robots. Yeah. Um, I think can we say that too? Like, I think the thing that makes that game is Nathan Fillion. Like every yeah. every time he has a cutscene, right. I'm like, oh, it's amazing. So I just totally tune those out. Yeah. Um, and just get back to the gameplay. Yeah. So I I could care less about the story. I actually kind of dug into that the other day. I was really hoping because a lot of games have done that. Like Halo's done it, and, and Mass Effect has done it, and Overwatch has done it, where there's 
books or comic books or right, something it, that like could help you piece together what the heck's happening. I mean, mm-hmm. I think Mass Effect had four books or six books and there's been yeah. a bunch of Halo books and I think it would just be really cool to be able to like like the story's compelling like I'm interested in what's going on I just have a really hard time patching it together and yeah. I don't want to go read grimoire cards right I, so and that's exactly it it's just to me the cutscenes are time that I'm not playing the game yep. and I would much rather just play the game yep. um, which I, I really respect Overwatch even more after this because they don't have any story present in that game, and you just go read some comics and yeah. kind of learn more about the characters, and yep. that's perfectly satisfying for me. See, that would be a great—I I would love to see games go that way where just like, okay, so here's, you know, 10 hours of gameplay. Just beat the crap out of things. And by the way, make sure you read the comic if you want to understand what's going yeah. on. And yeah. I mean, I think some—it just depends on the game. But, like, for a shooter, like, I mean, you have to have a story. You have to have yeah. some reason why you're doing these things. And, I mean, you know, <clears throat> Destiny obviously is just, you know, there was a— I mean, the the basic story is, is that, you know, humans gained access to interstellar travel by by the traveler, I think, actually coming and talking to you. And then he speaks through the speaker um, who is um, uh, Bill Nye um, does the voice for him. So. Oh, yeah. Um, OK. And, you know, and the unfortunate side effect was that it, is it pulled in this darkness. You know, they had a, you know, a couple hundred years of great you know, and having the space travel and so on and so forth. And then the darkness came um, following the traveler and that's who you're fighting. Um, So, I mean, I think like, you know, overall, yeah, it's, you know, it's a good versus evil story and it's, you're the good and you're fighting the evil. And amazed you picked up on all that. Yeah. I actually, if you, um, it's because I started a new character and if you watch the opening cutscene, it tells you that. I think I skipped that one. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I've anyway. watched it. I just didn't pay that close of yeah, attention yeah. to it. Yeah. Okay. And it's I, probably the only reason I noticed is I just watched it like four days ago. Gotcha. So, it's good. Um, one last thing, though, is uh, why I think I'm enjoying this game so much is that it gave me one of those moments I don't know if I've had in video games a lot. And it comes when you're playing with people, I think. But yep. uh, I was playing with Kevin, and we're, we're like... I'm gonna call him Big Meanie. He was like the big end boss. I don't remember what wacky alien name he had, but I'm just gonna call him Big Meanie. But he was real mean and and big. Um, and we're like whittling this guy's health down and getting it down, but we kept just he would just nuke you with some explosive aura of energy and yeah, yeah. just blow, and then like one of us would die, and it was one of those things where. You didn't have time to run over there, so it's like, just survive. And then yeah. you'd be, like, running around, and the moment I would respawn, Kevin would get blasted. And then I would run over there, and I would barely get him healed, and then I would explode, and he would run yeah. over somewhere else. The urgent sense of urgency in the game. And then we, like, both low on health, and so we're like, what are we going to do? And I tried to, like, escape down this hallway, and then there was this smaller meanie, and he was <laughs> invincible and didn't allow you to go back down the hallway to hide. So it's like, oh, no, I got to turn around. I get blasted. So Kevin's over here. Like, he barely, like, barely survives. And then he comes and revives me. And then he just kamikazes in and just suicide dive just got blown up again but was able to to put the last bit yeah. of damage on the character and, and beat him and respond and it was it was great. Yeah, it was I think just like it's fun. Yeah. I think the difficulty level of Destiny is almost perfect across the board. Mm-hmm. Like I always feel vaguely challenged um but like powerful enough that I can do cool things and like I'm not 
I'm not great at this kind of game. Like, I mean, I go into the Crucible, and I just get I'm last place every time. So I'm not, I'm not good at it. But the game lets me feel like I'm good at it. Like, there's just nothing, nothing better than you know that feeling yeah. of like scrambling to defeat a boss. Like, you know, yeah. you're dying and you're healing people and you're helping people and you're finding, you know, oh god, I just got a grenade and you chuck your grenade in and you know you blow up four guys or you know I just got my super and your super lets you take someone down. It just the entire thing just feels very mm-hmm. cohesive and yeah. and it's I, I've really enjoyed playing too. an experience. You can only have one playing with people, too. Yep. Oh, yeah. So I and think that you really have to play this 100%. game with people. You're just going to have such a better time. Yeah, and but the, now, so the thing that I'm wondering about is because, so in the first Destiny, I remember playing a lot of that by myself and not really having to have somebody there to play with to get through some stuff, or most of the stuff, you know? Yeah. Um. So I'm worried with how difficult that strike was in Destiny 2. Like, is it going to be a requirement that you have to have other people? Because... I, I mean, don't always play with other people, I, and I still manage to get through a lot of you, stuff on my own in Destiny. Yeah, yeah. I, I and I've played Destiny myself a couple times now, and I just don't enjoy it. So I'm, I mean, maybe I yeah, think the, we'll the, the real problem with Destiny by yourself is that you you just get one try, you yeah. know, <laughs> like right, and that's that's the hard part, you know. And I mean, there, uh, buddy of mine sent me a video the other day showing uh, a guy soloing that strike. So I mean, it's possible, <sighs> but I don't think I'm ever going to be yeah. that good. I know yeah. my brother tried. I don't think. He I didn't say he beat it, so I don't think he did. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> from our fi- Destiny Finally, podcast. moving on from right. the Destiny cast. Um, <laughs> continuing my my Overwatch career. Uh, <laughs> finally moving up, and I uh, I got into Silver finally, which is nice. kind of embarrassing because I shouldn't. Yeah, but like, still? I shouldn't have ever been in Bronze, but I got placed like real low. I got like disconnected from so many oh. placement matches, and maybe it's just I'm a scrub, but... I I'm gonna blame it on yeah no always all, blame it on something else. everyone who plays competitive knows like getting out of bronze and then silver is the hardest thing ever because you're playing with a bunch of people that don't yeah don't it's just care, hard. don't understand the game and Hanzo main yeah and yep. as funny as that is but it's it's the truth um, but I finally have gone on a winning streak and I'm nice. I'm just trying to spread out my skills in the game like learning how to be a better healer how to be a better tank so learning other characters and that's helped me been versatile so when we don't have someone that's gun healer i'll play lucio who is just such a troll in that game and it's awesome (laughs) but so much fun so i'm i've been able to kind of carry some games in other roles where i wasn't excelling in before and that's how you rank up right you you have to be able to lift your team up and not bring them down so definitely that's been fun um i'm pushing trophies in clash royale too (laughs) as well not two it's not a sequel um i'm i'm like two wins away from 2000 nice and i feel like i'm doing pretty good for like just over a week of playing this game i don't know how that really compares to anyone else playing this game but wait you've won 2000 so when you win you get approximately 30 trophies Okay, I was like, you've played 2,000 games? Holy crap. No. You get about, it barely works anymore. You get about 30 trophies, and then when you lose, you can lose up to almost 30. But depending on how high your rank is, you lose more. So at the rank oh. I am, you lose about 25. So as long as I keep winning and losing, I'll eventually get there, but you get up a lot faster when you actually just win. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I have won a lot more games than I have lost, so I have been ranking up pretty quick compared to the cool. time I'm playing. I don't know how that compares to other people. I really do want to take this further. I have a buddy who plays in the three to 4,000 trophy range, which is where I feel like I would be happy sure. if I could get that okay at this game. Um, I really enjoy this game because 
every I think it's every like 300 trophies at this level it, the number changes throughout but right now once I hit 2000 that unlocks a new group of cards that you acquire which means now the meta shifts so every time you get into a new arena certain decks are now now viable um, or they change because you now have to counter different cards that weren't in that previous oh. arena. So rather than them releasing an expansion and the meta shifts, every tier that you move up, the meta kind of shifts. Of course, there's a lot of flexibility. Like the one deck I've been using has gotten me really far. Um, it's just very balanced. Sure. I gravitate towards balanced things that aren't one trick pony like, yeah. but so that's a lot of fun. No, I think that's really cool. Like, that's um, really for cool. a mobile game, it's great, and I'm able to play it. In situations where I don't have my my system, yeah, we're my done, bigger system. We so. had a fire drill the other day, and we all had to wander downside. <laughs> That's like, so annoying. I like find Dylan. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, oh, you're playing. You're yep, playing I'm, your little I'm clash winning. game. I'm winning. Um, and then I picked up Splatoon two on Friday. And which how's that? Is incredible. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of sad I never played the first Splatoon, but I'm also kind of excited because now I'm just very enthusiastic about this game now that it's out. Um, it's a lot of fun. And I picked up a pro controller, which oh, made the experience a little better. bit better. Yeah, I'm going to get one of those. Oh, um, a little too. bit better, not way better? Way better. Oh, okay. Um, super better. And it, it's a, I haven't touched one yet, and it feels great. Oh, fantastic. Um, I still barely prefer the xbox controller and i've learned that it's just the way the controller sit in your hand and position the way it positions my thumbs on the buttons um an xbox controller still takes the cake but it's very comfortable um it's very enjoyable um splatoon 2 is great i'm playing the single player which is totally wacky (laughs) um but it's a lot of fun but that's how you unlock the different the different weapons right. so yeah i think i'm gonna try and beat i have rhyme rented from uh gamefly and i think i'm gonna try and beat rhyme this yeah. week and send that back and get uh Splatoon yeah, how is rhyme oh rhyme's phenomenal is it worth the price of admission if you oh, were yeah. to pr- buy it oh, okay yeah. it's super it's not super long it's about six hours and it's all like there's no dialogue there's no there's kind of a story kind of weave woven woven through it um but it's all just puzzles is it's, it is it out on the switch yet no it's coming out soon what the um, actual But F? it's on PlayStation 4. Uh, PlayStation 4, I think, I even has a 4K patch, I want to say. I know saying. Xbox X will. But it's going to be great on the Switch. It's, yeah. it's just, it's super fun. Um, and it's just all environment puzzles. And there's a cute little fox, and I love and it. And you're in love with yeah. it. That's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm going to play Splatoon 2 more, and I'll report Good. back. Yeah, when I have like them. if I can right. pick that it's up. It's only been out since Friday, so... Hopefully, um, I can pick that up. We could team up and get our squid adapters maybe or something. I'll get it. Yeah, we, we can get, get our squids do on. Do need two squid adapters then? We tangle our squids. Perfect. That sounds gross. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, I highly recommend it. So yeah, let's get. Have Splatoon. you got the squid adapter? No. No. Oh, okay. Um, Not yet. But I would really like to love to play this with somebody. Nice. I'm really excited about it. We'll okay, see what moving we can on. Do. All right, uh, a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, housekeeping. Once again. Uh, <laughs> Um, if you're listening to us on the Google Play or the iTunes, uh, make sure you give us a little like on the podcast. Give us a little rating. That'd be great. We'll subscribe, we'll follow. Makes us happy. Yeah. yeah. You want to make me happy, right? Anyway. Um, so anyway, if you could do that for us, that would be lovely. Mm-hmm. We love um, feedback, too. So. Yeah. We what? We love feedback. Oh, yeah. I mean. Well, as long as it's good. Yeah. And if it's not 100% good. We let's can take it. constructive I'll take, criticism. I'll take an 80. I'm all. I'm all. A, well, I'm all about the. Yeah. Let's see. What, how. What do we. What I do we want to hear? Perfection. Yeah. 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 
But sometimes probably, you don't know what you're doing wrong. How do you fix that? At this time, it's everything. probably talking about Destiny less. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Destiny and Switch. That shut up. Old. Um, so yeah, if you're listening on iTunes or Google Play, please listen uh, to uh, our plea and rate us and like us. Please. And uh, also, feel free to join us in our Discord chat. It's a lot of fun. It's very lively discussion going on all the time. Yeah. It's a good place to find people to if you're looking for people to to play a game with. Like mm-hmm. it, you'll find someone in there that wants to play that game and. Everyone's real nice. So um, yeah, we haven't had a ba- a single bad yeah. kind of yeah. Everyone's real cool. Turd. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that more more. I just also want to just t- kind of talk about what Discord is too, because a couple of people have kind of hit me, but like, what is this thing? It's, Aside from that feeling between us three, exactly. It uh, mm. it's an app you can download, and it's on your phone, or there's like a Windows version and a Desktop Mac version. Um, I think there's even a web version too. If you don't want to actually download yeah. an app, you can do That's it in what a browser. I use here at the station. Yeah. yeah, and it's it lets you do two things. One is like you can join our chat channel, and to do that, just go to bitemepodcast.com, and in the upper left, there's three four little icons, and one One's Facebook, one's Twitter, one's YouTube, and the one that you don't recognize looks like a little game controller, that's Discord. And so download the app and then click that icon and it'll take you to our channel and then you just can chat with us. It's Mm -hmm. just like any other chat, Facebook Messenger, any of those things that you're used to just chatting. And we're there, I mean... A lot. Um, <laughs> I get a push It's always open. It's yeah. always open. So, yeah. but we're there. Uh, you know, Dylan and I are there almost all day. I'm there a lot at night. Adam's on a lot at night. But you know, if you want to talk to Kevin, who asks us questions all the time, he's there. If you want to, you know, ask Vinny a question, as opposed yeah. to Vinny asking us a question, Vinny's there all the time. <laughs> you know, there's They're just a nice, bunch of other nice real people's. cool people too. I mean, yeah. there's there's a bunch of people in there that are real fun. And you know, sometimes it's empty and no one's talking, and sometimes they're talking so much that you can't, uh, you know, get. Edge, you know. follow it, and we so. talk about games and we talk about stuff that aren't games. You know, my brother's there too. So, you know, there's a lot of cool people to talk to. Um, but don't feel like don't feel pressure to like, oh my gosh, this is some weird thing that, you know, there's like <laughs> some, you know, barrier to entry. Just come out, hang out for a while if you, you know, want to get kind of the feel for it. You know, yeah. you can you can just lurk if you want. That's cool. But it also lets us, um, there's a voice chat part of it too. So when we're playing Rocket League and we all get together, you can hook into the voice part of it and then we can all talk to each other yeah. too. It's so, real easy. It's yeah. a real easy to use app. It's I know it's very popular among gamers yeah. as using it as a chat app for and their game s- rather than in-game chats or I whatever I want to say that is. Discord itself, the app itself has only like a year and a half yeah, old. It's yeah, super it's new. It's a super new app and yeah. it's just It's real polished. Crazy. But, yeah. but it's super easy and like I said, it's not, don't be scared. Don't like a couple of people come in and they're like, I just hope I don't, you know, like disrupt anything. It's like, no, come in, be friendly no. and that's that's all we ask. So. It's all about just building a community of people yeah. that want to play games and yeah. want nice people to play games with. So and it's, see, it's that's, a, that, that's so. kind of the cool thing about that too. Like when it comes to the Switch, like interactivity, like you can play with the audio on the TV, and you can get into the audio chat on Discord yeah. on your phone. Yep, yeah, and it's you don't have to really have some convenient. weird squid adapter. Yeah, so you know, come come hang out with us, um, just because it's fun. And uh, like I said, don't be don't be intimidated by it. But you know, if it's not your thing either, that's cool. Um, you can always hit us up on Facebook and Twitter and that kind of stuff too. But Discord's fun. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to kind of let people know what it was and why you don't yeah, have to be scared of those it. Out there, that... don't be scared, but don't be a a, a douche. Oh, yeah. I will kick you if you're mean. Yeah, it's very, very easy for us to do that. <laughs> and T-Way. All right. Moving on to our next segment that we always do after uh, all that stuff. You mean news. Definitely news. It's a very throaty news. I liked it. <clears throat> news. News. There you go. There we go. Uh, I was trying out a new. Was that new a new news? New news. <laughs> New news. Uh, um, so let's start off with this. Epic has a new game on the way. It's called Fortnite, and they are trying something new with it. It's a free-to-play game. 
that will be out later next year. Next year. Next year. But they're doing a paid early access for yeah. a free to play game. Yeah. So if you want to play a crowdfunding it- kind of thing. Do you think? Yeah, I don't think so. Just because, I mean, first of all, it's Epic. Like, they're a huge company. They make huge games. Why um, then would they do that? I That's the question. I think maybe it's just to see if it works. Um, this game has apparently been in development since, like, 2011, 2012. Um, they've just been kind of... Just kind of poking at it, and it's if you're not familiar, it, go watch the trailers because the trailers are it both looks actually real cool. really look fun. Yeah. I've heard the gameplay, like depending on who you ask, either it's like, oh my gosh, it's so awesome, or like it's kind of boring and repetitive, but whatever. It's kind of like a mix between, I don't know, Minecraft and Left 4 Dead, where you're you lead, yeah, you play these kind of zombie. Like, there's been like the backstory is like some sort of cataclysmic oh, event yeah. happened, and like 90% of people on earth just disappeared and were replaced by these kind of i think they're called husks um they're just like kind of plants versus zombies looking zombies and uh they attack you um they they get spawned by lightning i want to say and uh so you build these huge huge bases out of you know resources and materials and stuff you find and stuff you dig up or whatever and then defend it against these zombies and it looks really interesting but yeah the kicker is if you want to play it right now you can totally do it it's forty dollars, <laughs> which is cheaper, I guess, than you know your regular AAA kind of game. But I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure how down I am to like beta test someone's game after having to pay for it. Like usually, this actually works the opposite way, where you get early access and then you get a deal. You know, you yeah. you do you know Arc and you know Arc's coming out. I think at the end of this month, and it's going to be sixty dollars retail. But if you if you bought it any time in the last two and a half years, it was thirty bucks or you know? on sale at some point for yeah even ten. Less. Yeah, yeah. You know, I bought early access of Astroneer and I bought early access of um, Pit People, and both of those you know are going to be like twenty, thirty, forty dollar games, and I paid ten or fifteen of them for them because. I'm helping kind of fund development, but this is this is kind of the the opposite of that, where you're paying a huge, I mean, a huge premium for a free to play game, so you can play it now. I don't well, know what is. The, I'm trying to figure out what this this line is in this opening part of the uh, article on Polygon. Mm-hmm. Bundles start at thirty nine dollars and run as high as one hundred and fifty dollars. I'm sure there's just that? there's probably just different special editions. And <clears throat> yeah. I, I don't. I'm not, so you could buy a hundred and fifty dollar version of a free to play game, right? Is what but, you're saying. But like other free to play games, there are microtransactions. I'm sure. So yeah. you're buying some amount of points or something. I'd have a okay, look into I mean, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah but sense. that's kind of. I think that's okay. The direction it is. Yeah. That's I weird. just. I just don't. I, it's not a. I guess it's not a bad model, but it's kind of a model that. I don't know. I'm I'm getting a little bit like, and I say this after playing the crap out of the Destiny beta, but I, I'm like a little bit bored with the like, oh hey, if you pre-purchase our game, you can have, you know, beta access. Destiny did it. Battlefront's doing it. Like, couldn't we just, you know, at what point couldn't time, you just beta test it on your own? Right. Dime? When does a beta test like? When does a beta test become a marketing tool? When does a beta test become something that gets that's people, valuable for you? Uh, yeah, and that's what that you're weird. driving pre-purchases. I think, I think. Like when I worked software, et cetera, pre-purchases were a thing that they were kind of a new thing, but it was a thing that they pushed really, really hard. And the reason, quote unquote, we pushed pre-purchases in the late 90s, early 2000s was because it was how we found out what people wanted. And so, you know, if you didn't pre-purchase a game, legit, you might not be able to buy it because, you know, 
you know, if if five people pre-purchase this and they only send us five, like that six right. person who didn't pre-purchase was kind of out of luck. And so pre-purchases were a little less BS then, especially for smaller games that maybe didn't have a huge following. But, you know, like nowadays, pre-purchases are 100 percent marketing because there's ads with digital distribution you're never going to run into the problem of this game's not on the shelf not on the shelf you know like it's it's always going to be able to be downloaded so pre-purchases really only exist for you to give away some of your money to someone else you know with the exception is you know you buy from amazon no you don't pay beforehand but you know a lot of time it's literally just a way for you know, them to get a piece of you without you being able to see reviews, without you being able to see, you know, if this game's coming out or when this game's coming out. So, like, I'm generally speaking not a big pre-purchaser. Like, I know, Adam, you buy it. You pre-purchase a I'm lot like, of oh, things. I'm like, oh, it's shiny. I yeah. need to have it. I don't yeah, know what and, it is. And I'm like the opposite where I'm like, I want to I want to see some stuff on this before I plunk 60 bucks down for it. So, like, I'm not I'm not super huge on on this idea of using pre-release things in order to sell pre-purchases yeah. and like this is just wacky i don't i don't get it at all but like i said it looks really fun and if the if it if it plays as good as the trailer does yeah there's a limited 150 dollars limited edition and a 90 dollars super deluxe edition so yeah you know i i think i'm gonna hang off Fortnite until i can play it for free next year <laughs> thing is i really want to play this though like it looks interesting but it's like i don't want to I'm not going to pay to test it. Right. Like, that does seem weird. Well, and it's not. It's been a little shaky from yeah. what I understand, too. So I. So then. I just understand why they didn't go standard early access. Yeah. So then, well, then let's talk about that. So it's like you don't necessarily, you're not a big pre-order or pre-purchaser ahead of time before it comes out because you want to see yeah. la, 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 la. Have you ever kickstarted a game? Have you ever, whatever, have you ever bought a game in early access? Because it's kind of it's not the same because Fortnite's obviously going to be a yeah. free to play game, but there are certain games where you have paid to have mm-hmm. access to an unfinished the game. The only yeah. one that I and but to me that's a little bit different too. It um, is, but it's still along the same lines of you're paying for something you don't know if it's ever, ever going to get a happen. final release. Yep. Yeah, and you don't know. I kickstarted. I actually did. I used Fig, um, and I kickstarted. I'm a huge, huge, huge Kevin Smith fan. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a Jan Silent Bob game that's in development. Um, <laughs> did you ever see Clerks Two? Yes. So you know the the super nerdy guy who like Vaguely. works at the store. Um, yeah. Uh, he actually like hooked up with another guy and. They're making a video game, um, but apparently they both have some like background in it, um, and so yeah, I, I gave them like twenty bucks maybe right. six eight months ago, and you know they, I've been getting the updates. We'll see how it goes. Do you get any early access to the game? I itself, might. Or? I don't know. I also kickstarted um, Mages of Australia. Um, okay. Only like I mean partially because the game's awesome and I've really enjoyed what I've played it so far. But they also got me. They hooked me up with a free ticket to PAX last year. Oh, nice. So like I'm like that's the least I can do. Right. <laughs> but uh, one thing I did want to talk about though, just I, I guess that's the question. Have you guys ever kickstarted it or early accessed or like no. I early access a lot of things, not a ton, but a handful. Not really. But can I say two things about yes before we yeah get on to Fortnite? the next yeah please. Um, I guess I don't know because I haven't read everything about this, but I think part of the problem is just saying, "Hey, this is a way we are kickstarting this game." If they had just said that, yeah, right, then that ding that makes sense. Yep. Okay, if you want people that think this game looks cool are willing to pay you forty dollars so you can make sure this game gets through development and becomes a free to play game, yeah. awesome. That's great, but 
there is some amount of um, unknown here. Yeah. And, and I just don't think that's what's happening either. I think it's literally they just kind of wanted to get this game out and start yeah. making some money off it because it's been because I mean like I said Epic's a huge huge company like yeah. not only do they make a lot of games but they're also the people that make the Unreal Engine so you know like they've got all the every single developer who makes a game in Unreal they give a portion of that money to to Epic and you yeah. know so they're not I don't think they're hurting yeah and yeah so it's I think that's just kind of what that is um and last of all the uh, kind of along that same line if you if you're driving pre-purchases with betas and stuff that that makes a grand assumption that your game is that valuable that yeah. people are willing to pay to test the game and to me I just don't like that yeah. like well, why why would I no, I, I will test you and give you the feedback because that should be valuable to you as a developer right, to right. be able to put out a game that is worth $60 on the shelf. Yeah. So that's... Well, I mean, like, it's kind of... It's a little brave, too. I mean, like, that came back in Bit Mass Effect Andromeda hard. Yeah. That 10 days of early access, that was not kind to them. So, um, but anyway, I, I did want to talk a little bit about just different methods of kind of early access kickstarting stuff just because I think that there's I've talked to a couple people actually recently that were kind of confused by the difference between the different the platforms. different platforms and like kind of what one meant versus the other so um, just real quick uh, you know probably the the one people are most familiar with is Kickstarter and Kickstarter is like a fund it or don't fund it yeah, decision. all or nothing yeah so if they want $100,000 and they get $90,000, they don't get any of that. So if you say, I will give you 50 bucks and they fail, that $50 never actually comes out of your account. Um, and if you, you know, if you give them money day one, come day 30, it's never, you're never going to touch it. But then if it does fund on day 30, you're going to, that $50 comes out. And then regardless of whether or not that game ever comes out, they keep your $50. So As long as they meet the goal, that's all that matters. Yeah. So, you know... I'm going to set up a few goals of about $10,000. Yeah. I mean, that's I think the, I can do that. That's the reality is, is that, you know, that that is a, a thing. There have been... I would... I don't want to say that there are more Kickstarters that have gotten money and then failed than there are Kickstarters that haven't, but even ones that, that make a lot of money oftentimes don't... You know, they deliver a game and it's not good, or they deliver a game and it's yeah. not what they promised, or they delivered a game and it doesn't have all the features, and you don't really have any recourse against them. You know, like Kickstarter is yeah. not a binding contract. Right. <laughs> so, you know, what you're doing is you're saying, I have faith in your ability based on the demo you've showed me, or the video you showed me, or your pedigree as a developer to trust you with 50 of my dollars or 100 mm-hmm. of my dollars or 10 of my dollars. And, you know, I'm hoping on the back end of that I get something and I, I hope that, you know, I'm going to get my game or my hat or my reward or whatever it is. But it doesn't always happen. So Kickstarter is that. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. 
you know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And then I think a lot of people have also seen GoFundMe. And GoFundMe is, like, you might not have seen as many games in it, but you probably have seen people with sick pets in it. Yes. Um, And the difference between Kickstarter and GoFundMe is you have a $5,000 goal, but it doesn't matter if you beat that or not. So if you give someone $50 on GoFundMe, that comes out of your bank account immediately and goes to them. Um, doesn't matter if they meet their goal. Doesn't matter if they don't meet their goal. You're just—it's literally like someone coming up to the street, like, "Hey, can I have fifty dollars? I'm making an X." And you going, "Sure," and then giving them fifty dollars and then walking away. Same rules apply. There's no, there's no guarantee they'll make anything. There's no right. guarantee anything. That fluffy will survive. Yeah, it's, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's fluffy. that's GoFundMe. Fig is slightly different. Fig actually was started by a bunch of actually game developers. So, um, like uh, Tim Schafer from Double Fine, I think. A couple other people, like one of the guys from um, the people that make Rock Band or Guitar Hero, Harmonics. Harmonics, yeah. That's Psionics. <laughs> That's different. Totally um, different. And, and a couple of other video game people actually made Fig, and, and along with some other folks. And Fig's actually kind of interesting because, in theory, if a game, that, it's almost more of like a, almost an investment thing. Like, so I, I kickstarted this game through Fig, and I just paid him 20 bucks to get the game. But if you put more money into it, um, you actually get like shares of that game and in theory if a game hits huge you can actually make money back so you, it's actually huh. almost more of an investment or the potential to be an investment i don't know if any of them have actually really paid <laughs> back right. yet like i don't follow it that closely but figs a little bit different they only do like they, their big thing is they only do a couple at a time too like i think they they go for a month and they only do like two or three but they've kickstarted some big games double fines put some big games through there um I want to say Pillars of Attorney 2 has gone through there. Um, but they also help. One thing that they do do that's really cool is they also help these developers market and publish their games. So Kickstarter, you're just giving some money and hoping that they can figure out the team that they're going to need to make this game successful. But uh, Fig actually like has a marketing and promotion arm, which is cool. Um, and then... Patreon is something you guys have probably been seeing more and more lately. Um, it's a lot of podcasters, but also um, some game developers, uh, some artists, some streamers, um, and it's literally donations. Um, but like, huh. like, uh, like my kid actually did a Patreon uh, with his allowance for a guy that was doing a. Um, like tile-based role-playing game maker, so you could make a game like Link, and you paid him five bucks a month, and what that got you was access to every build he did. You know how often he put one out, and he was putting out a new build of this thing once every week or two. But you see a lot of a lot of artists doing Patreons, a lot of podcasters doing Patreons, and you know mm-hmm. you pay them, you know, and it's it's like being a patron back in you know kind of the renaissance times where you know artists made money not by selling paintings but you know a king would hire someone to be their court jester painter yeah. you know and i mean that's how the sistine chapel got painted was you know he was a patron of you know essentially the church gotcha and you know they hired him to do this and and so patreon is a way for people to take you know, five dollars from a hundred people and make five hundred dollars a month to to create their art or create their games or create yeah. their whatever. And then, lastly, early access is probably um, something everyone's run across. And that again, though, is kind of an, and and people 
people think a game makes early access and it's on Steam, um, or they see, I don't remember what the Xbox version of that's called, um, but Xbox has one too. Early access, or game, is that game Game preview? preview. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you come in and you pay, like, usually a discount, but not always a discounted price for a game. And then you can kind of provide feedback on development and kind of see how a game grows. And some games are in early access for six months. Some games are in early access for two or three years. Ark has literally been in early access for, I'm going to say, two and a half or three years now. Rust has been in early access for two and a half, three years now. PUBG is in early access right now. Right. So That's only been early access though since like months. March. And they're saying it's going to be out by the end by of this year or early year. next year. So, Perfect. you know, it, it just allows you to help shape a video game. But at the same time, there are games that go into early access that they do some stuff and it doesn't go right and they can't get the resources together or they run out of money or they whatever. Walk and, away. You know, you've got whatever game you bought at the first, but that game may never finish and may never come out of early access. So any of these different crowdfunding things have risk. Mm-hmm. And it's just up to you to look at them and look at, you know, what's available now. And I mean this is this is kind of the place where like Twitch streams or um, mixer streams or any of those really can come in good is find someone, you know, it doesn't necessarily work for Kickstarter stuff, but early access, go find someone who's streaming that and see if it looks like something you'd enjoy. Look and see if there's depth to it before you, you know, actually plunk some money down because there's also a lot of good games that are out and done that you can yeah. put money at. So, but, you know, there's some really innovative stuff coming in. I mean, that's the real bonus of these kind of things and, and that people – the, the, the reason that it's awesome that these kind of things exist is because it enables people to make games that a AAA developer is never going to make. A game right. with a niche audience yeah. or, you know, a really weird premise or, you know, I mean, in the case of like Thimbleweed Park, like no, one's, no one funds point-and-click adventure games anymore. <laughs> and so you crowdsource it. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of Double Fine games are the same way, even though Double Fine's a big – they seem like a big company because they make a lot of games. Like – they don't, you know. They they've kickstarted Psychonauts two. They kickstarted um, their point and click adventure game. I don't remember what that was, you know. And you know, that's that's a way for these studios to make games that aren't mainstream and that you know maybe only sell a hundred thousand copies or two hundred fifteen thousand copies instead of a million or five million or ten million. So, and, um, I, and I think that's exactly the games that crowdfunding should make. Um, in the sense that you kind of have an ability to pull the interest of, is this game something people yep. would play? Yep. Um, and I don't think this should really be used for AAA ideas, right? Not that I, you don't want developers to be ambitious yeah. with setting a goal and being able to accomplish something, but we saw something like the Apocalypse Now game, which was... They wanted like $6 million yeah, or something and it was ridiculous. Huge. And it's yeah. like, how do you even yeah. expect to be able to develop something yeah. like that? And you should never expect that many people to donate that much money yeah. unless you really have real investors behind them. Yeah. And that, that is one kind of final thing I would say about any of these, well, maybe not like early access, but any of the real crowdfunding kind of ways is look at look at what their goals are and and kind of put in your head and, and look at what they say about things and, and say, is that amount of money they're asking for a, a reasonable amount? And, and like we've said this before, but, you know, um, Final Fantasy, or not Final Fantasy, Friday the 13th came out. And people were like, oh, my God, I can't believe this game is better. They had $600,000 worth of, of Kickstarter funding. And you're like, that's so much money. That's enough to get you through, like, 15 seconds of gameplay. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, but first of all, these crowdfunding places take, I think, 15% off the top. Yeah. And so, you know, right there, they're down to, like, $450,000. 
Um, you know, anytime there's a physical reward, you know, hey, so you paid 30 bucks and you get a hat. They have to pay for the hat and the shipping for that hat to send it to you. And so they lose a ton of money off the top of these things. And then, like, developers cost a ton of money. Like, you know, these are people that generally have, you know, either four-year degrees or, you know, tons of experience in, you know, developing things. Like, you don't buy a developer for $10 an hour. Like, developers make, you know... Fifty to one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year. So you know, like you get two of them, and oh my god, you've shot your entire kick, budget. You know, yeah. right. you know, Kickstarter wad. So think about that. Look if they've got alternate sources of funding. Look at you know if if they're expecting to do their entire thing through Patreon or, or I'm sorry through Kickstarter, it better be like a guy <laughs> or two guys. You know, seriously, it's hard. So think about that too. All right. So there's that. There's your uh, your course on crowdfunding. Um, you asked uh, for it. Crowdfunding 101. Right. Uh, up next, did you get a Super Nintendo Classic from Walmart, an SNES Classic from Walmart? Because evidently... You didn't. You probably didn't. Really? Yeah. So I, I like was watching a movie Friday night, ended at like nine, and I was like popping through Twitter, and like uh, Twitter was a buzz, like, oh terrible. my God, Walmart put the SNES Classic on sale. I'm like, why? It's Friday night at, you know, midnight East Coast time. Why Why would you do this now? And they were up for, I'm going to say, 25 minutes. And, like, I was so disappointed because I, like, ran in there. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're still available. I hit the pre-order button and, like, did it. And my address was wrong, so I had to fix my address. And by the time I went to check out, they're like, oh, sorry, no more. I'm like, crap, I missed my, oh, you missed I missed my opportunity. And, uh well, I was kind of bummed. Not really. Yeah, and then they announced, I'm going to say yesterday, day before, that they're, most of them, if not all of them, are getting canceled oh. because Walmart, whoops, did it too early. You think? And like, I don't know if it was like a, an e-commerce glitch or a, you know, what, but most people have had theirs canceled, so. Yeah, we regrettably will have to cancel your item on this order. We know that this is imp- incredibly disappointing to you, and we're truly sorry for this mistake. Thank you, Walmart. <laughs> but they Ugh. the pre-orders did happen on Amazon, though, correct? I don't think so. I don't think the pre-orders happened anywhere. Yeah, I don't believe so. Oh, really? Cause yeah. I thought that happened, because I... I haven't gotten an email yet, and but I'm supposed to get. An I had email. a Twitter exchange with Amazon, and they said because someone in our chat was talking about the pre-orders going up and down on Amazon. Did that not happen? I don't think Am that I happened. This up? You did you have a really good pre-order dream? It's entirely possible. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe so. I don't think so. I think we're still waiting. So I have not. Because uh, I talked as to of Amazon three about days it ago. Yeah, as of they three days not. ago. Yep. So no, I don't think so yet. I need to get out of the bottom of this. Anyway, so keep <laughs> um, keep your eyes open. If you yeah. really want to get an NES, uh, SNES classic, make sure that you are signed up for alerts. Like Walmart, will, I eh, Walmart may not now. Yeah, they're probably um, like, nope, you're on your own. Amazon will, Best Buy will, I think GameStop will. Right. So if you really want one, get in on all those places because. They're making more this time around, thank, thank God. God. But uh, <laughs> because um, of the situation they ran into with the NES Classic, where everybody wanted one, they were gone, and now and then they sold them for exorbitant amounts of prices through resellers. Um, so if you missed your SNES Classic, if you pre-ordered and it got canceled, but you still want that NES Classic, you can do that. Ugh. Thanks to our friends at Think Think Geek. 
So did you? Yeah. So I was wondering if we're going to talk about this because this popped up what yesterday or the day before? Yeah, yesterday, day before. And I'm going to go ahead and say this. Excuse me, Kevin. These guys are dick bags. Yeah. Like seriously, tools. Yeah. They are dicks, and they should so, be slapped. So. If you aren't aware, I'm sure no one is going to be surprised. ThinkGeek is owned by the same wonderful people that own GameStop. Are you serious? Yeah. I see. I did not know this. Yeah. So All right. Coming from, the, com, coming from the lovely people that will happily sell you a <laughs> Nintendo Switch for $600 with you know every pack-in and thing they could find in the store to sell you with, they're also happy to send you a NES Mini for what? $150, $160, uh, They start at $140. Yeah. And that includes like... Crap. Three canvases. Drink. It says, "Drink again from the nostalgia fire hose." Yeah, and I mean, this is, is literally just like the stuff that it comes with is cool. Like, don't get me wrong. If you, oh, if they're you, sold, and I think they're all. I think yeah. all these bundles are sold out anyway. Yeah, which is unfortunate that people spent upwards of two hundred and what I think the highest two hundred twenty dollars. Yeah, two twenty. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I mean, that's kind of a cool package, yeah. but it's still it's stupid. Who needs a Mega Man blaster arm? Hat. You'll walk into ThinkGeek and you'll go like, oh my god, that thing's so cool. Oh my god, that thing's so cool. And I guess if you wanted all of those things anyway, like, great. You know, then buy these ThinkGeek bundles. But I, I don't know. Between between people buying these and, you know, trying to resell them for $300 on eBay and places like ThinkGeek and, you know, GameStop creating these ridiculous Switch bundles and NES bundles, like, I'm just sick of this crap. Like, So, like, and this makes me wonder... So it says, drink again, blah, 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 blah. Um, no, seriously, we found some about the whole NES Classic. Where did they find so them? So makes me wonder if they purposefully held on to right? these. Oh, absolutely. And then created these bundles to, I, I mean, is that legal? It's totally legal. But I'm, uh. what, what I think is gross is that... Like, Nintendo could stop this. Nintendo could go and say, hey, guys, if you ever want to see an SNES Classic Bundle, sell those at retail. Like, yeah. They can, they can 100% do that. Um, you know, if, if you guys want to sell the Switch going forward, don't do these stupid bundles. Like, that is 100% within Nintendo's right. And, yeah, maybe you don't want to piss off GameStop, but it's not like GameStop is like it's a one-trick like pony these days. Yeah, you know? it's not like they're running the whole video game industry like they were 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, if anything, they're, they're being less and less relevant every single day. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know what the solution to this kind of crap is, but between, like, people are, you know, oh, my gosh, it's Nintendo purposely shorting things. And, and in the case of the NES Mini, that is 100% valid. They made a certain amount of them, and then they stopped. And they, the reason they said they did it was because it was getting in the way of Switch production. So, you know, I guess you get to choose. You can have an NES Classic, or you can have a Switch. You can't have both. I uh, have both. Yeah. And that's a reality, though, is that, you know, like, when you go to China and try and get things produced, there are only so many factories. And so, you know, the iPhone takes away space from Androids, and they take space away from the Switch, and they take space away from the Nintendo. There's just only so many people in so many hours. So mm-hmm. by taking out the Nintendo Mini, they can make more Switches. I don't think at this point in the game that Nintendo is purposefully not sending Switches over. I think they're making them as fast as they yeah. can. But between GameStop and their, you know, crap, and the reseller market, which is absolute crap there's just none for normal people to go in and buy one and that's incredibly lame which well and it bothers me that you have to deal with the the resellers the people that are actually buying them and the jacking up the price that's one thing that's to be expected with just about 
any kind of system or game or something that you know people are going to want. Yeah. That's one thing. But, there but to have an actual... No, nah, I mean, I, that's that's going to happen. There's no way around that. Well, that's if, just going to happen. But when it comes to a retailer as big as GameStop, yeah. it's like, why are you going to contribute to this problem? Why are... I mean, yeah. I get dollars and... Dollars. That's fine. Yeah. I understand you want to make a buck, but it's like... You, it's just it's anti-gamer. Yeah. Like, it's why so would I want to shop? Everything at, about it. Why would I want to shop at GameStop when they're doing crap like that? That to me is is the long and short of it. Um, I don't know if the microphone's picking Dylan drinking. He's his, the loudest drinker in the world. Gulping water out of his mug. <laughs> I gotta drink a lot of water fast. Obviously, yeah, that's what he always tells me. Every time he does it, I'm like, "What is wrong with you?" Uh, so, um, anyway, I, so I there's just, that. I guess the thing is, is you know, you go and buy a cell phone, and they tie that cell phone to your account, and there's a SIM that ties it to you mm-hmm. know something. Like I, I would be perfectly willing to do that if it meant it was easier to get a switch. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like. Eliminate the reseller market by somehow tying your ID to your game, your your yeah. hardware and and make it so you can't change that for thirty days or sixty days or you know I, I don't know what the solution is and that might seem intrusive and awful but you know then I guess you can buy one for four hundred dollars off some you know mm-hmm. creeper on Craigslist I don't know seriously I just I just think it's dumb that these are still this scarce and I think it's dumb that GameStop and the reseller market is causing that I agree um last bit of news real quick Xbox One X pre-orders are opening soon yep. maybe according to Phil Spencer and he seems at- like a guy that would know yeah I I guess so well he's the head of Xbox so well good if for Phil. anyone was gonna know it would be Phil but yeah the, apparently they Phil. the reason that pre-orders have not opened yet is that it still had to go through FCC certification so oh. yeah it's the same reason that that um, the switches took a while like they announced it and they didn't open pre-orders until like January it seems like um, it's because like you make a thing and then you have to send it off to the FCC to make sure you know how they all have that sticker that says like this FCC device compliant. yeah la, this la, la, device la. will you know accept all the interference but not give off any of that kind of crap um they test i have them. no idea what any of those tags say all i know is there's an fcc tag yeah. on it and so in order to get one of those tags you have to send it in for fcc compliance so it's all through that it's already the hardware's done um and they're probably just waiting for the right time to announce it so you know the the theory is is that gamescom is next month happens in august in germany i believe yeah sweet huge 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 international game conference so wouldn't be shocking to hear the the actual well i mean we know the release date but that pre-orders get opened up there um, but it could happen before then too so cool. you know if that's your thing i think you can also get a i mean i i, don't, I hope god i'm crossing my fingers hope that the xbox isn't as hard to get as other things have been but i you think know. at the price point i think you're going to be okay yeah i think so too yeah. so um but you know you can you can get those pre pre alerts but you know we'll let you know too when they open up so that's Absolutely. that's pretty exciting for those of us that care cool all right done with news that's it that was a long news segment News. Yes, it was. The Hopefully. funny thing is, is there's like almost no news happening right now, too. I know. <laughs> we made our own news. We, we really beat those topics to death. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, moving on into our questions segment of the show. And first up, like every week. Hey, yo, Benny. How you doing? <laughs> every week not every week like a lot of times almost goes, every week he gets them to me early but like yeah. when when he hasn't got me a question yet i, I hit him up on facebook or, like, hey, or, yo, Vinny. yeah and it's always like hey Vinny, you got a questions for us this week you've got <laughs> you can, questions you're for not us? allowed to do the accent ever again cliff no, thank right. you <laughs> i could type it though you could you've, you've got some question for us today yeah, it's like uh, that. he does his question is what's a multiplayer game o- what's a multiplayer only game that you think would make a great single player uh, what would you like the story to be about? A? He didn't put the A. A? 
He's not Canadian. Canadian he's, from, he's from Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are you talking about? I'm probably... Uh, what's that a little boot, eh? Um, Multiplayer-only games. Yeah. yeah, I haven't done a whole lot of multiplayer-only games. The only ones that I know of are like... Uh, is Dota 2's all multiplayer? Yeah, I don't think you could play that single player. Yeah, Those would be real smart I wonder, bots. I wonder what... I wonder what... Uh, uh, like, is this a... So single player game, like if you turned this into a story driven, yeah. if you turned a multi multiplayer only game into a story driven single player game, yeah. yeah. Um, for me, I think I would love to. Um, to me, there's there's probably two, um, and they're both MMOs. Oddly enough, um, I I when I played World of Warcraft, I effectively played it as a single player game, um, and so like I think it would be awesome to have that world not filled with other obnoxious people. <laughs> so, Imagine how gorgeous it could be. To right? Know. Yeah. Like, I loved World of Warcraft. And, like, I'd, I'd, I'd uh, like, team up with my brother sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of that I just played single player because he was so much higher of a level than I was. And it was great. It's great as a single player game. And if it meant I didn't have to pay 15 bucks a month for it, too, that'd be even better. Like, I mean, literally, if they, if they came up today and said, like, hey, World of Warcraft is... 60 bucks, you buy it, you get all the expansions, but you can't play it online. I'm like, all right. Done. <laughs> yeah, it would be a real easy, real easy decision for me. Um, and I also would like to play um, uh, Elder Scrolls Online the same way. I've um, never played that one. It's really, really, really fun, but it's kind of ruined by the online nature of it. It it spends a lot of time like pulling you out of the experience because you know, you'll get a quest and you're like, oh my God, you're the savior. You're the only person that can ever do this thing. And then, like, the next guy comes up and here in the same room, they're like, oh, my God, you're the only oh, person gosh. that can do this thing. That's and ruined. It, that ruins it. It really pulls you out of, like, the, like, I'm the, you know, <laughs> the the savior of this thing quest um, because you can see the other people, you know. And I don't know. It seemed like they could have fixed that somehow. But, yeah. Like yeah, so having it, was, it be a single-player game? Right. It, would, it really would have just been, like, Skyrim 2, which had been fine. Like. <laughs> So, yeah, ESO is really fun, but, like, just constantly reminds you that you are, in fact, not special. So, uh-huh. What would you pick, Dylan? You know, when you mentioned League of Legends, I'm, I'm wondering what that, that single-player experience would be. I mean, there's such a rich lore with these crazy cool characters. Yeah. Like, what would that game be? I have to admit, like, the reason I've never played a MOBA is because I hear the like difficulty curve is crazy high, and I don't yeah. want to be that guy that ruins you know, the whole like, team. That ruins the game for person after person after person after person. So, but how cool? It's not going to be you. It's going to be somebody else. Yeah, like, how true. cool this game would be if it was like uh, an Elder Scrolls game or a uh, Dragon Age or a Mass Effect, where you're it's a third person RPG with. You could pick any one of those champions, the hundreds of champions in those kind of those MOBA games, whether it's Dota or I don't mm-hmm. know the Dota champions, but like how cool would it be if you could pick any one of those and have the different stats and abilities and that those champions have and then run through this world in this RPG type game? Like how be cool. cool would that be? And then that goes the same for turning uh, Overwatch into a uh, a single player first person shooter pick the character and go through a, a storyline yeah. or maybe how cool would it be to take like the storyline yeah. of overwatch and make it into a single player game yeah and go back in time to when the overwatch thing and how i mean i'm gonna get into the story yeah what little i know about it yeah, i think it'd be real fun i think there's a lot of fun experiences to be had playing out those storylines yeah so. i agree i think the funny thing is there's so many like single player games i'm like oh man i wish i could play this game multiplayer and so many multiplayer games I'm like man i wish i could play this game single player <laughs> <laughs> grass is always greener right on the other side. Yeah, yeah yeah 
Yeah, I would. I since I've not done a whole lot of, I actually don't think I've ever played a multiplayer only game. Yeah, there's what not about a lot Destiny? of Destiny. Destiny's not a multiplayer. But it's kind of. But I've it's played a single player, and I don't want to play it that way. It's multiplayer yeah. suggested. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess in the sense that it's an MMO, though, right? Yeah. So I mean, I would lo- I would love to play through actual stories about yeah, Destiny. Like it would be if it was a linear. I mean, putting Destiny into a linear Halo like. Yeah, game could be real like, cool. That could be. I agree. Yeah, but yeah, I would say I would be interested in seeing an Overwatch single player because that's the only, re- literally, the only reason I haven't picked it up is my fear it's- of doing to an Overwatch team yeah. what you're, Cliff, afraid of doing yep. to a league team. Yep. So yeah, yeah. just get <clears> that's into that. it. I know. I need There's to. There's quick play. There's there quick play. is. I know. I'll, I'll get it again on PS4. I'll play. Um, well, thank you, Vinny. Yeah, it's a good one. That was I a like good that one. A lot. Yeah. Now I've got to play Overwatch to see what I'm missing. I need. I keep saying that. I need to do it. I just need to. Um, all right, and up next from Kevin. What up, fellas? I'm a fella. I love Kevin. Uh, if you could visit a location that's in a video game in real life, what game would you pick? More important, what is the name of said location and what makes you want to visit this place? Thank you in advance. Nah, yes. Very polite. Yeah, he's such a nice guy. Yeah. Um, uh, location in a video game. I've got so many that I right? would want to go I guess, to. I guess the caveat beforehand is... There's a lot of places I'd like to visit, but I also don't want to die. Yeah, I don't want to so, go to San Andreas. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> no? like, like no, I think, okay. like, the Fallout 4 universe and the Fallout 3 universe are all amazing, and, it like, they're so deep. And, I mean, like, Fallout 4, I'm probably you're dead. 35 hours into that game, and I've barely played any of the story because I just like to wander around and find, like, cool artifacts and, yeah. like, interpret the, like, wacky little stories that, like, almost every place you go into Fallout 4 is, like, a vignette, you know? Yeah. Um, there were... Like I will never forget, there was this like um, this just throwaway story. Like it didn't, it was not part of a quest, was not part of anything. And you found like this note from this girl who had been like, and you found her, you know, because you find dead people all over in that all game. There's just over. you know skeletons everywhere, and you found this this dead girl on this this you know little cot not far from where you start the game. And you know, based on like notes and stuff in her room, you find out that she had been kicked out of her house. Um, by her parents for getting pregnant. And so she went and she knew like where this this like uh like forest ranger cottage was and she like had come there as a kid so she knew she could go stay there and that's where she was, you know, this all happened within, you know, presumably the last couple of days when the bomb went off and killed everyone. And so like it's this like strange sad little vignette of you know this girl who never got to, you know, see her parents and they all died horribly. You know, and, you know, the last thing that happened to them is that, you know, they kicked her out of the house. And and that world is full of those stories. And it's so fun to explore. But I also don't want to get eaten by, like, a giant radioactive crab. So, (laughs) you know, I guess I guess with caveats, Fallout 4 would be a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would like to live in The Witness Oh, geez. Just because. <laughs> On the flip side, like every time I need to go home, I'm like, oh, damn, what's the puzzle to unlock the front right? door? <laughs> How do I start my car? Well, oh, I think I would it... like it just because, A, it's beautiful. Oh, it's so pretty, though. I wouldn't have to deal with any other people ever. <laughs> and I would finally be able to figure out all those puzzles that require you to stand in a very specific space yep. to see how the trees are. Sh- mm. <laughs> right. But, I, and I, I would be able to see it for real. 
instead See, of that's like, why you should play rhyme because rhyme like graphically reminds me a ton of of uh, the witness it's okay. just that very like and I see, I stark, think, dark, bright, gorgeous trees. Like, I think you'd like it. I think Rhyme is going to end up being more along the lines of what I thought Witness was going to be. Uh-huh. Because I thought Witness was going to be more of an environmental puzzle. You didn't realize thing. there was 450 line puzzles you were going to have to solve yeah. to turn on some lasers. I thought it was <laughs> thought it was something totally different. But I, I love a, the Witness, space. but the Witness is one of those games that I need to like find a couple people that I can sit down with for like an hour a night for like the next six years. Oh, hey, you know, we were talking about what yeah. we're going to do. Yeah, maybe that maybe that's something. maybe that's one of our extra life games because I got I don't know maybe fifty sixty eighty puzzles in that game. I'm like, this is great. My brain hurts. Oh, my brain hurts. Yeah. <laughs> like I think that'd be the perfect like couch co op that isn't actually co op game to like sit down like oh no no try this oh no I found the answer to this right. one because I just I'm not smart enough to solve them all by myself. What world do you want to live in? I think I want to go to the Super Mario sixty four castle. Oh yeah, right? I want to jump through those paintings. <laughs> like, <laughs> And go grab the penguins, and still like, fall into the fire. Yeah, like yeah. Hyrule might be. A kind I think of there's place a lot. Cool, cool there's like a lot too. of crazy, dangerous stuff, like plants <laughs> that are just going to come out of tubes and eat you. Like it's a weird like, place to like, traverse. There's but. nowhere in this world besides Mario that has more open lava. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, yeah, just not a problem that we. I've lived my entire life. I'm almost forty, and I've never, seen, never seen lava. Never seen. It. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've huh. never been to Hawaii, so yeah, Hawaii is about the only place that you can go. Hey, let's go see lava. But like in Mario, like you might it's just everywhere. be walking down the street, like oh crap, lava! I'm gonna <laughs> jump over that. Luckily, I I think I'm a little taller than Mario. I think I can. I might you can be do able the to Luigi floaty I jump. I might be able to step over the the obstacles. You do really that, have more of a uh, a Wario kind of look to you. That kind Waluigi, of, maybe Waluigi. Waluigi. You two seriously for Halloween, Mario and Luigi. I think he just called me short and fat. No, I think we need you in there too. We, yeah, oh, we I need can one be more like, person. I'll be, I can be can Waluigi. Be I'll be Princess Peach. Oh God. Can we make I this think happen? We just found our costumes. I want this to happen so yes. bad. <laughs> it's going to be so good. Uh-huh. The cast yeah. is all here. <laughs> I love this so much. Oh, God. That's a hard question, though. There's so many. Yeah, the there's is, a lot of places. Mo- the thing is, most most video games are based on some sort of danger and survival. So <laughs> I tell you, like, like, there's a lot of places I want to I want to go visit. With the caveat of me being like, I, I need God mode for all yeah. my traveling. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, then because then I would definitely go to The Witcher. Yeah. I oh, would right? go oh. to Crackdown. I think oh, that would yeah. be fun. Um, Saints Row. What, Saints Row 4. Oh, I want Saints, I, Saints Row 4. I call that one. Yeah, I think <laughs> that would be still fun. Stillwater throughout all the games? Is that what it's called? I think so. I think yeah. so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Either like, way, I, I just want, I want all those awesome like superhero powers, but also to be invincible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would check out Super Meat Boy. <laughs> Don't know you why. need to be invincible for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> On the flip side, like Super Meat Boy, there's just like piles of blood and gore right. everywhere with all these saws. <laughs> that would be fun. I love it. I like it. That sounds real dangerous. Yeah, real right. dangerous. <laughs> thanks for thanks for that, Kevin. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, all right, so that's that. We're going to cover some cheap free games, uh, and there's quite a few because PlayStation Plus just released. Yeah, it's, it's a all good their month. Stuff. It's, it's a really good month. It's a really good month. Dylan's walking out the door, presumably to go to the bathroom, and he's gone. All right. I guess, I guess we're we'll talk about on. cheap free games. I, uh, I don't know what that was. <laughs> First up, Xbox games with gold. Yeah. So there's some there's some good stuff this month. Um, we got so starting August first, we've got Slime Rancher and Bayonetta. 
um, which only sucks because I bought Bayonetta like three weeks ago. Uh, wow! <laughs> but but yeah. I did. I bought it on the PC, so presumably my copy of Bayonetta will be better than the backwards compatible Xbox 360 version. Mm-hmm. But um, I've heard great, great, great things about Bayonetta. It's super weird, and like I, I, I don't know if this is like a culturally culturally appropriate thing to say, but it's very Japanese. Oh yeah, um, just in that kind of weird way that Japanese video games are. So uh, that Slime Rancher is really fun. That uh, I actually saw that for the first time at ID at Xbox last year. It's just this weird game where you literally raise slimes. You of this gun where you can like suck them up and shoot them different places and it's really cute it's a great it'll be a great game to play with your kids if you've got kids that's cool so that's fun um trials fusion which comes out the 16th and runs through september 15th is like one of my favorite games of all time okay um which is weird because it's like a motorcycle racing game and i don't like those kind of things usually but you are just a dude on a dirt bike and you start out on pretty easy courses with just some sort of normal jumps. And then as the game progresses, they get harder and harder and harder and harder until, you know, it gets to the point where, like, to, you have to complete this level in less than a half hour and you have to die less than 100 times, you know. Does, did this come out on the PS? It's been out for years. It's There's a ver- there's versions on the Xbox. Um, they've actually made an iOS game that was part of it it's made by red links wow it's really 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 dumb fun um I, I actually played it the other day with my kid there's kind of a multiplayer version of it it's not great but it's it's okay where you can race against each other and like there's all these wacky motorcycles you can ride on and the other day we actually raced against each other on unicorns and then the uh the <laughs> the, the rider is a cat with a gun okay. so you know and they all have there's a ton of dlc they're tons of fun um i used to play them all the time actually with my brother where we'd play them uh single player and like go until you couldn't get past a place and then we'd switch controllers and someone else would try and then you'd switch control it was real fun i nice. highly recommend trials and then red faction armageddon which i have not played uh august 16th through the 31st that's a backwards compatible xbox 360 game that i've heard is good i've heard the red faction series i love is the great. red faction games. you've played it uh i don't remember if i've played this one but you've played them there's a lot in the series at this point yeah, oddly so. enough that's actually the most expensive of of the four games this month is the yeah. backwards compatible xbox 360 games so. um it's I don't know how they've, they've changed over the years. They used to be like open world, completely destructible yeah, environments. That's what I remember being big, game. destructible environments. And then, which was incredible on like the PS2. Yeah, right. Um, and then I think they became more of a, a kind of linear, not super linear, but third person sure. action, um, or I think third person. Um, but so they still were able to have some destructible environments, but it wasn't nice. so open world. But yeah, it definitely looks fun. on Mars or something. Oh, I like Mars. Mars is cool. <laughs> Mars is fun. It looks really cool. It looks like you've got all sorts of groovy powers. Not the God and of War, but no, 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 the planet. The planet. It looks awesome. Like the bad guys look great. The powers look great. The guns look great. So I don't know, give it a try. It's free. Who cares, right? Seriously. Anyway. Uh... Oh, did you? PlayStation oh, okay. Plus. Sorry, that was all no. of them. Sorry, I thought we still had another no, one. We got it. My bad. Uh, PlayStation Plus just came out, or didn't come out today, but they let us know Announced what's coming out today. next month, and yeah, I'm very so this, excited. So this comes out, uh, these will be available, my calendar is on the wrong month. Uh, I think it's going to be on Tuesday, Tuesday the 2nd. Tuesday the 2nd. So this actually comes out, like sometimes you have to wait for those games. So yeah, this should be out on, on the 1st, actually, Tuesday the 1st. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's that's kind of that's kind of cool. So yeah. you get a, a full month to download these ones. And I am excited about this one, Just Cause Three. Right? Because that's a pretty new game. Yeah, it's about two years. No, it's a year, a year and, and a half. half old. Yeah, a year and a half. Um, and it's a very very sandboxy open world kind of. Uh, I've heard it's like playing like a Michael Mann movie. It's just full of explosions. Michael Bay, whatever. There, <laughs> there's Mikey probably a, there's Nintendo probably guy. a very very different thing. Yes, there's grappling hooks and. and 
bombs and, and craziness. It's crazy. Yeah. I hear it's paragliders just, and yeah. You can do anything. I've not played and any the of map them, is but I've heard enormous. Yeah. At least the I've only ever played the I think I played the first two actually. I played the first part of two and like couldn't get into it, but I think it was probably more me than it. So, but it just looks dumb and Yeah, it fun. looks really fun. I like it. I don't think I ever traversed the whole map. Like, yeah. I don't think I ever played it enough to actually explore everything. I'm excited to try that one though. It it's massive. it was it was a game that came out, you know, like you said, December 2015 and uh one I really wanted to try and just got kind of caught up in Christmas and, you know, whatever and never never got around to it. So, it's good. Cool, cool, cool. What um else? another one is Assassin's Creed Freedom Cry. I've never heard of the game. Well, I want to say that it started off as a DLC for Black Flag. Was that the one pirate of them? one? The pirate yeah, one, I think yeah. it started Caribbean. off as that, but then it became its own kind of thing, and then they pushed it out a little while after. Yeah, it definitely looks like there's pirates and ships. Mm-hmm. So I'm down. Um, you play evidently. You play one of the uh, one of the uh, people who was who found freedom as a as a pirate. Yeah, as a pirate or something. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. No, I've literally. I thought I'd heard of all the Assassin's Creed game. That one, just no, they've got like eleven teen of them. Eleven teen <laughs> or, or twelve a teen. I don't know, um, but it looks like it could be cool. Yeah, because yeah. um, I, I do like the Assassin's Creed games, yeah, even though I've only played a handful of them and never finished one. I think that's the thing. Like Assassin's Creed is one of those games. Like I'm in the mood for you know that kind of game, and I'll step into it and play for like I think I've played every Assassin's Creed game for like an hour and a half. Yeah, um, <laughs> which is fine. Um, so there's that. Then there is that's you. Yeah, that's that. Is that uh, the one we talked about? Yeah, that game we talked about last month. The okay. kind of uh, it's a free to play party game. Free to play party game. Yep. Uh, Super Motherload for the PS3. Never heard of it. Never ever heard of it. What is this even about? I don't know. Super Motherload <laughs> could be good. Uh, well, it's they're unable to find that page at the PlayStation Store currently. <laughs> well, that's a great sign. Uh, lots of games right now you can't find on the PlayStation Store, according to what I'm clicking. I think through. that might just be you. Super Motherload looks like a. I don't even know. That's fine, because t- who's still rocking the PS3 other than me? <laughs> I got one. It's, you. It's real weird looking. I don't know. It looks, I, I literally, based on the screenshots, I couldn't even tell you what kind of game this is, but that's all right. All right. Uh, Snake Ball as well on the PS3, which do you remember the old Snake game on the Nokia phones? Yes. Oh, is or, this like Snake? It's, it's I was like asking, Snake. is this like Snake, Rattle, and Roll? Is it really? It's like Snake, but it's in a 3D uh, environment. Like, so I can like get my Nokia on? Yeah, in 3D. Huh. All right. I'm down. According, to, according I mean, to what I read about it earlier. All right, that'll work. Yeah, my computer's not not doing. Yeah, stuff. I think our internet went down. <laughs> Stupid internet. Oh well. Do you guys remember Snake Rattle and Roll? Uh, you've talked about it more than once, and no, I, I don't. I? Yeah, I don't think, think so. I've ever brought Snake oh, I thought Rattle you had. Roll up. I but yeah, it was like I think it was an NES game. Huh. All right. Hmm. Interesting. But I don't remember. A, it was developed by Rare. It's a really? Nintendo game. Oh no, I do know what you're talking and about. And it, it featured music inspired by Shake Rattle and Roll as well as other nineteen fifties <laughs> era oldies. And you, you you play as uh it features two snakes, rattle and roll. Of course. Oh um, well how original. The object in each level is to eat enough nibbly pibblies. <laughs> nibbly pibblies, you N- say. Nibbly pibblies. Is that literally what they're saying? It, Okay. It's in quotations. That's quoted. Well, I cannot wait to try that on the 12th. Nice. Never. Um, that's not the game. Downwell. No, yeah, that, oh, Snake <laughs> that Ball was, looks that interesting. Was a, that was, a, that was a, a tangent. Yeah. All right, so we got Downwell. Downwell and level 22 if you were rocking that Vita, which I currently am. I tried to buy one today. We'll see how it goes. Downwell yeah. actually looks really interesting. I actually, I've, I've heard of this before now that I think about it. So, yeah, it's a Devolver Digital published game. Um, it's actually pretty recent too. Yeah, it came out in 2015. It's supposed to be really fun. It's kind of cartoony, and it's literally about you fall down this well um, and try and stay alive as you fall down. Um, it's got great reviews on Steam though, so definitely worth a shot if you've got a Vita. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, and then the Humble Bundle, not this month. It's oh, just the new Humble Bundle, level, right? Did we talk level 22? Uh, oh, level 22. Yeah, another Vita game. There you go. Yeah, it's uh, got kind of th- yeah. crappy ratings on Metacritic. So <laughs> Can't wait. Gary is an office worker who oversleeps after a drunken night out of the town. I don't know. That's- He's got to get to work before everyone else notices him. That could be fun. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle. Yeah, I know. I'm excited about it. That's why probably why I skipped over yeah. level 22. It's real good. Um, it's the Saints Row Bundle. Yeah, so it's 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 a bunch of games. And this is different by... from the this is different from the monthly Humble Bundle. Yeah, yeah. This is actually just a you can you can go buy one. Yeah, monthly Humble Bundle this month is good. It's a basketball game and uh, or for August is a basketball game. I don't remember which one and uh, Pillars of Eternity. I want to say which yeah. is something I've really wanted for a while. So, but yeah, no. This is this is a Saints Row Bundle. It's actually a bunch of games published by Deep Silver, I mm-hmm. believe. So there's some there's some good stuff. You want to tell us? Uh, so yeah. So in the one dollar tier, if you pay one dollar or more, you can get Risen Three Titan Lords Complete Edition, Deadlight Director's Cut, uh, Homefront, and Saints Row Two, which Saints Row Two was the first Saints Row I played. That's also fun. the first Saints Row I played. Yeah. Um, so that's if you pay a dollar. If you pay more than the average of five dollars and twenty cents, you also unlock Saints Row the Third, Saints Row Gat Out of Hell, Mighty Number no. Nine, and Killer Is Dead Nightmare Edition. And they're going to actually add to that tier in about five more days by the end of the week. Yeah. So if you buy it now, you'll still get access to those games. But Mighty Number no. Nine's the Mega Man game that was, the guy the Mega Man yeah supposed to not be so great, but you know, I whatever. still want to play it. Yeah, me too. Saints Row Three is phenomenal. I mm-hmm. love the crap out of that game. Um, I've not played Gat Out of Hell, so I might buy this for that. We'll see. Yeah, uh, $15 or more, you will unlock all of those previous games, plus Saints Row 4, Game of the Century Edition, Saints Row the Third, the full package, <laughs> Homefront, the sta- Revolution Standard Edition, whatever that might be, and Saints Row, Gat Out of Hell, Devil's Workshop Pack. Yeah, a lot of, lot of good Saints Row. Right? It is. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff. There's even there. another tier, though. Yeah. If you pay $75 or more Which to is- pre-order Agents <laughs> of Mayhem, you get everything. It kind of cracks me up because it's like just pay sixty dollars more at the full price of a game, right. and you get this other game, yeah, right? Which but is, you know, whatever. It's, that's how they do the thing. I don't understand what Agents, Agents of Mayhem, Mayhem looks is. Awesome! It what looks is real it? Cool. It's the new game from the guys that made Saints Row. Um, but is it? It's set in the Saints Row universe, but is not a Saints Row game. But is it a multiplayer game? I is it a first-person open-world? I think it's a third-person third action yeah. game. Third-person oh, action. Well, I thanks think for it being is, able to read. I think it's co-op multiplayer, so okay. it looks really it, fun. It seems like it, like maybe kind of crackdowny. Yeah, it looks like a mix of Crackdown and Saints Row. Saints Row. Yeah, I'm very very excited about it. To Are be you going to pay so. the seventy-five dollar no, Humble Bundle? No, 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 no. I mean, but I'm very interested yeah. in this game. But I mean, I could buy it retail for sixty dollars yeah. too, so I don't save anything by doing it. It's like you're not saving anything. I might buy this. I if I do, I. Probably I'll just pay the average because I already own uh, Saints Row Four a bunch of different ways. So I only own Saints Row Four. That's the only one I've got. Yeah, I'd kind of like. I don't to have try, any of this. I kind of want to try Mighty Number no. Nine for five bucks. So we'll, we'll give it a go. It could be good. Yeah, if you don't, if you've never played a Saints Row game though, like they are, they're terrible. I mean, like terrible in the like in the most you will be so of, if you are easily offended, you will be offended over and over and over and over and over again. That's um, but. Oh my god, they're fun. Saints Row Four in particular. Did anybody play Homefront? Um, I have not. I've heard it's really good though. It looks fantastic. I've heard people enjoy that game. <laughs> I think heard, it got. Lu- I think it, it had lukewarm reviews from critics, but I think the players enjoyed it enjoyed more. It. So yeah. you're gonna pay the five dollar tier. Or you're gonna pay the fifteen. I'll probably pay the five dollar tier. Yeah, <sighs> I have so many games. He's not I a Homefronter. Yeah, I don't know. And I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's all there's so much there. Um, so yeah, so there's there's that. 
There is that. There is that. Um, are we done? I think we're done. Holy crap stick. That's perfect. Perfect timing. Nailed I've got it. other work I need to do. <laughs> I'm going to go home. It's, it's ah, you time. suck. Yeah, I'm going to go home too. Yeah. You Maybe both play suck. Some, I don't come in at 10 o'clock in the morning. Neither do I. I come in at 10.15. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. I'm going to play some video games. I want to play some video games. Video games? I've got some. Uh, so uh, yesterday for dinner, I put this beautiful pork-like roast thing in the crock pot. Ew. And, Ooh. oh, you don't eat meat. Well, sorry. That's all right. No, it's, it sounds great. Soy sauce and garlic and honey mm. and pepper flakes and uh, Worcestershire sauce. And, and Dylan came over and ate it out from under you. And what? I've eaten meat no. in the past, and that sounds absolutely delicious. It's amazing. Yeah. Sounds and then good. Kevin suggested we go out for Taco Tuesday. And I was like, yeah, let's get all our friends involved. So we set up all this stuff with all these people. And I'm like, Oh crap! I forgot. I've got a pork in the. Huh. So we're having that tonight. Nice. It's, yeah. yeah. It's. It's. So, so I'm looking it, forward to that. It keeps well. I'm making falafel. <laughs> can, I, can I come over? <laughs> Amazon Fresh does like meal kits now, like Blue Apron and Plated, um, which just makes this sound like any podcast you listen to now because we're talking about Blue Apron You're and right. Plated. But they're uh, not a sponsor. They're not a sponsor. I just happen to buy them. Right. <laughs> but if you'd like to sponsor us, really give us a call. Yeah. Um, we'll be and, talking to you soon. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, tonight's tonight's is falafel, falafel night. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Anyway. I hope you don't feel awful after you eat it. Oh, that's bad. Go, uh, go home. <laughs> bad. All right. So follow us on all the social medias. Bite Me Podcast. That's B-Y-T-E Me Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Mixer, and our website, BiteMePodcast.com. Yeah, I'm going to start doing like wake up with Cliff, I don't know my own name, wake up with Cliff Mixer streams probably between like 6 and 7 a.m. Pacific time. So if you're on the East Coast, those are perfect for you. You're right. <laughs> I'm going to stream at the exact same time and compete for his, uh, oh, perfect. his, his viewers. So. He's not Why don't you just both stream, is in the same game. And stream the same game in the same Mixer channel? Brilliant. That way nobody loses. Yeah, check it out. I think I'm going to do like Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, probably starting next week. So. That's a commitment. Man. Maybe I'll yeah, do but I, I wake up and Thursdays. play video games that time anyway. It's just a matter of things <laughs> like clicking a button. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not that much harder. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So find us, follow us, like us, share us, tweet us, blah, 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 all of that <laughs> stuff. It's good. Yeah. Bite me. Okay. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General state's pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831 Shop Black Friday week deals Sunday through Friday at Kohl's. Plus, get $15 Kohl's cash for every $50 spent. And take an extra 15% off. Get the big one throws, $8.49. Toastmaster small appliances are just $2.14 after rebate. And Fitbit Versa 2 is $129.99. Plus, take 30% off Lego, 70% off fine jewelry, and save on boots for her, $16.99. Plus, get fast and free store pickup. Shop Black Friday week deals at Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Select styles. Office valid November 22nd through the 27th. 15% off with promo code ENJOY15. Lego and Fitbit offers and coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details.